Today's episode contains spicy content. Discretion advised. Please be sure to like and subscribe and stick around after the story to hear my thoughts. Alex and I spent the rest of the weekend locked in our suite, subsisting on room service and orgasms and christening every surface, though I'm not sure christening was the right word to use considering how filthy our activities were. Sex with Alex was like sex I'd never known. Raw. Animalistic. Soul-destroying in the best possible way. It shattered every preconceived notion of who I was and molded me into something darker, more depraved. He called me sunshine one moment and his whore the next. And I loved it. Even at his coldest, Alex had always treated me with respect outside the bedroom. But inside the bedroom, I was his toy. His to fuck and use in the shower, pressed against the window, bent over the desk, and I craved it as much as he did. I screamed, my core clenching around his cock for what must have been the thousandth time as another orgasm ripped through me and broke into a million pieces of ecstatic agony. When the fog of pleasure finally faded, I found Alex staring down at me with a smirk. What? I murmured, too drowsy with content to utter more words. I love watching you come apart. His hands gripped my hips possessively. Only for me, sunshine. Never forget that. What would you do if I did? I'd meant it as a tease, but Alex's eyes glittered with danger as his fingers dug into my flesh. You'd have a man's murder on your hands. Is that what you want? He grazed my skin with his nose before he sank his teeth into the side of my neck, punishing and marking me at the same time. Pain and pleasure burst through me. Careful, I breathed, or you'll ruin your reputation for unfeeling sex. No one else will see me this way, only you. Before I could rein in the out-of-control butterflies in my stomach, someone knocked on the door. Who is that? I asked, still trying to wrap my head around his words. No one else will see me this way, only you. A grin tugged at my mouth. Room service. We ordered it before you cornered me and had your way with me. Alex rolled out of bed and laughed softly when I mock glared at him from my pile of wonderful fluffy pillows. For someone with a supposedly superior memory, you seem to have forgotten that you're the one who woke me up with an urgent... issue. I arched an eyebrow, remembering the sensation of his hands cupping my breast and his cock rubbing against my ass this morning. Did I? He flashed a lazy smile, and I all but melted into a pile of goo. I would never tire of Alex's smiles. I'm sorry, honey, but it's over, I told my poor heart. You don't belong to me anymore. How inconsiderate of me. It wasn't until he brought back our breakfast that I realized I was starving. Sex, I decided as I nibbled on a croissant, is my favorite form of exercise. But as incredible as the weekend had been, we had to return to reality tomorrow, and there were things that we still needed to discuss. Alex? He sighed and set his coffee down. I know. What will we tell Josh? I winced, imagining my brother's reaction. I should buy full body armor just in case. We're both adults. It's our decision what we do with our lives. Nevertheless, Alex grimaced. We'll tell him in person when he comes home for Christmas. I nodded. Okay, 
I gave us over a month to prepare. Though I wasn't sure anything would prepare us for the shitstorm Josh would unleash once he found out his baby sister and his best friend were sleeping together. Which brought me to my next question. So, what exactly will we say? I mean, I stabbed at a strawberry, hating myself for bringing this up during such a blissful weekend, but also knowing we needed to figure out where we stood before we spiraled into a mess of misunderstandings and uncertainty. Are we friends with benefits? Dating? Exclusive or non-exclusive? Alex gripped my chin and brought my gaze to his. What did I tell you? You're mine, sunshine. You're never touching another man unless you want him six feet in the ground. So yes, we're fucking exclusive. Was it bad that his words turned me on so much? Probably, but I didn't care. Well, same for you and other women, I scowled, remembering Madeline. No matter how much they throw themselves at you, or, or look like a supermodel, how many women have you slept with anyway? His grip loosened and his dark chuckle set off flutters in my stomach. Jealous, sunshine? He purred. I like this side of you. You didn't answer my question. It doesn't matter. Alex rolled me over until I was beneath him again. All that matters is I'm only sleeping with one woman from now on. So is that what we are? I gasped when he slid his rapidly hardening cock along my already wet slit. Fuck buddies? Among other things. He fished a condom from... <clears throat> He fished a condom from our dwindling supply. He had to run out yesterday for a box and pinned my wrist above my head before thrusting into me. You want to fuck? We fuck. You want to date? We date. You want to call me your boyfriend? I'll call you my girlfriend. But for now, let me take care of that needy little pussy of yours, hmm? And he did. My shameless moans soaked the air as Alex pounded me into the mattress. His thrust so rough, the bed springs squeaked and the headboard slammed against the wall. A tingling sensation blossomed at the base of my spine. I reached up to play with my nipples, my breaths coming out and in in short pants. I was close, so close. I was going to... The unwelcome ring of an incoming call interrupted our obscene symphony of moans and grunts, followed by a cool voice. This is Alex. My eyes flew open. I gaped at Alex, who stared down at me with a calm expression as he listened to whoever was on the other end of the call. Gone was the passionate, playful Alex. In its place was the composed businessman Alex. No, I'm free to talk. What happened with the Wilbur development? Free to talk? He was still inside me. He wasn't moving, but I could feel every hard inch of him buried in between my thighs. I opened my mouth to protest, but he shot me a warning look and pressed the fingers of his free hand into my hip, silencing me. Bastard, I mouthed. I knew Alex was ambitious, but I never expected him to take a business call in the middle of frickin' sex. What was worse, I'd been about to come, and I was left squirming with need while he discussed square footage and building plans. I rolled my hips up, desperate for friction. His eyes flared and his grip tightened before he slid out of me. He muted his end of the call, placed it on speaker, and hauled me off the bed with one arm while he carried his phone in the other. What are you doing? I wrapped my legs around his waist while the man on the other end of the line droned on about zoning laws. Alex deposited me next to the couch. 
bend over and spread your legs. Less spear threw me at his authoritative tone. I trembled but obeyed, placing my hands on the armrests, arching my back and spreading my legs until every inch of me was bare to him. Satisfaction curled in my stomach when I heard his sharp intake of breath. The man stopped talking and Alex unmuted the line to answer his question. I could see my reflection in the large glass window opposite the couch. Wanton and flushed, my hair tousled from our sex marathon and my breasts hanging heavy and full. Behind me, Alex stood proud as a sculpted god, his face carved with brutal lust and he squeezed my ass. My soft moan turned into a squeal when he slammed into me hard enough that the couch scraped forward an inch. Don't make a sound, he warned. This is an important call. The flames of desire burned hotter. I should be upset that he was on a business call of all things while fucking me, but I was so turned on I couldn't see straight. There was something so dirty and delicious about fucking while his partners prattled on, clueless. Alex's thrust picked up a steady, punishing rhythm until I was no longer gripping the armrest. I was on the couch itself, my hips draped over the arm, my face buried in the cushion, my rock-hard nipples and swollen clit scraping against the fabric as he fucked me so viciously my feet lifted off the ground. All the while, he continued his call, taking it off me only when he had to speak. When he did, his voice remained calm and even, though I could hear his harsh breathing in the moments when he was silent. I had no clue what they were talking about anymore, too lost in a fog of lust to decipher specific words and phrases. An unbidden yelp erupted from my throat when he hit a spot that caused my back to bow. Alex fisted my hair and tugged my head back until I was half upright again while his other hand closed around my throat. A warning and a reminder rolled into one. Don't make a sound. I tried my best. I really did. But I was a mess. I could see it in the window, my tear-streaked face and glazed eyes, my mouth hanging slack as orgasm after orgasm crashed over me in an endless white-hot wave of sensation. Was it possible to die from too much pleasure? If so, that was what was happening. I was dying a million tiny deaths, each one ripping me apart and piecing me back together only for the next to destroy me again. Another sob of pleasure, one that had Alex releasing my hair so he could cover my mouth and muffle my whines. One hand over my mouth, one hand around my throat. I came again, my entire body shuddering with the force of my explosion. Alex fucked me harder, deeper, the couch screaming with protest. It had slid halfway across the floor by now, its progress impeded only by the wall, and I realized it was otherwise quiet. The call was over. I thought you were better at following directions, sunshine, he said sulkily. Didn't I tell you not to make a sound? I responded with an incoherent mumble, my failed attempt at apologizing. No words? Alex slid his hand down from my throat to my nipples. He pinched them hard, one after the other, eliciting another jumble moan. Did I fuck your brains out, my gorgeous slut? Considering I couldn't even remember my name, probably. And as the minutes, hours rolled into each other, I lost myself in him, in us, in sweet, filthy, depraved oblivion. That was Twisted Love by Anna Huang. This is actually book one from the Twisted series. I 
have been told again by my best friend who knows better than I do and everything that I will like. She's been telling me to read this series for I think over a year now and I finally was like okay I'm, I'm gonna pick this up. The reason why I picked up this book was because uh, she and I have been watching a lot of romance movies lately. So I was like, you know, I want a book that maybe has a little bit more story, a little bit more substance, maybe a slower burn, you know, before we get to these spicy scenes. I am so obsessed with these books. I know I say this a lot when I talk about books, but I could not put it down. In this book, we have two characters. He has a heart of ice. But for her, he'd burn the world. And it's your typical, you know, really serious main guy who everybody's scared of. And then your very sweet, sunshiny girl who believes in love and romance. He's actually the best friend of her brother. So, of course, we already have that aspect of forbidden love. We have our enemies to lovers trope. And we have the whole, you know, I'm not good for you. I can see the good in you. And we just, oh. I love those parallels so much. And it's it sounds comical, right? But I'm being 100% serious when I say I'm not used to reading books that take over 100 pages to get to the spicy portions. When I read my books, like page two, it's talking about all the most terrible trigger warnings and things you can think of. So to read a book that has more of a storyline to it and you learn about these characters, oh, when I tell you guys, I was kicking and giggling I was in my room my poor dog I must have kept giving her a heart attack because I was like oh my god anytime they had a sweet like moment together and I was really curious about okay well what's gonna you know be these what's these what are these sex scenes going to be like is it gonna be just very sweet and soft and then you find out that Alex you know he likes it a certain way so Ava you know, they, they start having this whole little back and forth thing. I don't want to give too much away of them because the, the story of how they get together is great. But she ends up seeing this girl that he used to fool around with. And she's like, well, I hope you're ready. You know that Alex doesn't fuck, you know, or make love. He fucks and he won't kiss you and you he won't look at you. And he likes to treat you like a slut in the bedroom and all this stuff. And Ava was like in her head, she goes, "Ooh, well, that sounds kind of fun. Uh, I don't see anything wrong with that. So it's her exploring this as well. Like, hey, that's that sounds intriguing in a sense. So when her and Alex finally get to that point of them hooking up for the first time, she she mentions it. She tells him like, hey, Madeline told me that you do X, Y, Z. And he's like, yeah. She's like, what if I told you I like those things too? So boom, that leads us to their first hookup. And it's through Alex's perspective the first time. And oh my gosh, when I tell you, I like my, I was flushed. Okay. My heart was racing. I was fanning myself. I was like, oh, oh, this is, this is getting good because he's all like, take your clothes off. And he's standing there fully clothed and he's like, you're mine to own. No one else is going to touch you. And you're just like, yeah, okay, cool. And he's like, it's that whole thing of her being fully naked, him being fully dressed, like your immediate power play comes into mind. And of course, comes with the calling of like, you're my slut, I'm gonna treat you like one. And you're like, okay, yeah, give it to me, babe. I'm ready. (laughs) Let's do this. And then obviously, they cut to the next portion. It's like maybe a day or two afterwards. And now it's through Ava's perspective. And even then, there's, I feel like this has so much more 
maybe not, but I, I feel like this has so much more story than the previous chapters that we've done. Not, not saying anything. Obviously, I love all those other chapters that we've read on here. But this one, you're hearing more backstory. They're talking about their relationship. And it's right at the very end where they're like, they get into it. And we love that. I was so pleasantly surprised. I was like, all right, Anna, way to give me the best of both worlds. Because at the end of the day... As much as I love my dark romance, I am a hopeless romantic. Bridget Jones has been my idol for years now. So to mix this beautiful romance with obviously some really, really great intimate scenes, we love the combination. No complaints. So as I mentioned earlier, Alex is Josh's best friend. So Ava and Alex have known each other now for eight years. That's how long, you know, Josh and Alex have been friends. He has spent Thanksgiving with their families. He's always there, but she's, I mean, she says it from the start. Like he's always just been tolerable of her in a sense. So he's never been warm and fuzzy and like they've never been best friends. And Josh, her brother, is very, very protective of Ava. And there's a whole, you know, reason why which was a big shocker, big plot twist in this book. Um, but I won't go into that. But yeah, Josh is very protective of Ava as his little sister. And he they live across the street from each other. And he's going to be leaving out of the country for a year. So he asked Alex a favor. He's like, can you look out for Ava for me? Like, you're the only person I trust to watch after her. And I know you're not going to do anything. Like, she's not your type. And Alex is like, well, shit, fine, yeah, like, I'll look after her. He ends up moving across the street into Josh's house, and she's like, are you kidding me? This is ridiculous. So they have their whole back and forth to begin with, and then they decide, like, fine, like, let's just be civil with each other. But obviously, those romances continue to grow, and they talk about it in the scene, having to tell Josh that they're together. And even though Alex is like, yeah, you know what? At the end of the day, we're two adults with our own lives. We can do what you want. At the end of the day, like, those are just some lines, right? I feel like in the real world, you don't cross. Like, I don't know, to date your brother's best friend or be the best friend and, like, this is your your best friend's little sister and you know, like, how close they are and the relationship and how protective he is over her. Like, I'd be so scared. I'd be like, uh-uh, no way. No, thank you. But again, the such an interesting storyline to read because it goes into that forbidden love and you know that thing that you shouldn't cross into it's like the unspoken rule right you don't mess with your best friend's little sister and you don't mess with your brother's best friend but they did and they seem to be having a good time so I am here for it Josh will Josh will come around eventually (laughs) I feel like maybe it's it's similar for guys too right but as a girl or a guy and you start hooking up with someone and you're developing these feelings, there's always someone who has to bring up the conversation first, right? The dreaded conversation that everybody hates. What are we? No one wants to be the first to bring it up because you're like, shit, what if I want to be something more, but they just want to have sex? Or what if I just want to have sex and they want to have something more? Are we fucking? Are we friends? Are we looking for something more? It's such a weird, twisted, not twisted. It's just, just, it's hard waters to navigate through. And this is where I feel like it's so important that you have that communication, right? With somebody like just rip off the band-aid, like set those boundaries from the start. 
what are we? Are you sleeping with other people? Am I sleeping with other people? Are we just doing like right? There's so everybody has their own way of trying to figure it out. And Ava is bold, like right away. She's like, I don't want to ruin this by like asking asking this question, but at the same time, it's a question that needs to be asked, and she does it. And what does our beautiful Alex do? Oh, if you want to call me your boyfriend, I'm going to call you my girlfriend. Like basically just like I told you, I'm here. You're not touching another man. I'm not going to be with another woman. Like we're together in this. And it's like, <laughs> I want that. Not really. Um, but, you know, as you're reading this, you're just like, that's so it's just so great, right, for a guy or a girl to claim you as theirs, to just be like, yeah, of course, like, we're together, we're going to be exclusive, like, this is who we are. It just makes you love Alex that much more, because, like she said, like, he dates supermodels, and he goes out with these beautiful girls, and Ava's beautiful herself, but she's like, of course, you have your own insecurities, damn, I would if I knew the guy that I was seeing was just was dating supermodels I'd be like really me okay cool you're gonna have those doubts but the way that Alex just immediately puts all of that to bed it's like no we're we're in this together oh we love a confident king (laughs) so let's go back towards the end of the chapter where they start to have sex I very much was like Ava when she says you know she's so close to finishing and the phone rings, I'm thinking he's going to ignore it and just kind of bring her back into it. But when he answered, I was like her. I was like, no way. I For a moment, I was like, what a dick. Like, they just kind of set their boundaries together. They're having this blissful weekend, and he answers the phone. And, like, and then so much to be like, no, I can talk. I was like, uh, I think you're a little busy. But then also like Ava she's like this is this is kind of hot right as the as the scene starts to go more and he's like don't make a sound and continues this call it's like it's like a dirty little secret you know that only the two of you are part of and this person has no idea that you're just getting railed on this couch by this gorgeous man oh yeah so safe to say that after my shock of him answering the call if he had just answered it and was like thrust in and you know kept going I'd be like um this is not fun for me but the fact that he turns it into a whole don't make a sound hand over the throat puts his hand over her mouth like you know muffle her you're just like yes please I'll take it answer the call next time boo you got this (laughs) I love this series I already finished the second book so the next one obviously book two what I thought was very interesting actually kind of going back into the start of this you meet her group of friends right so there's four of them total and each book in this series is about each friend their own storyline and then their romantic partners so the next book which totally going to talk about next week on here goes with her friend Bridget who is a princess and her bodyguard more forbidden love oh I, I finished this last night. I'd stayed up till like 12.30. It was like 9 o'clock when I went to bed, and I was like, mm, I only have, you know, let me just read a chapter. And then I saw I had about like 250 pages left, and I was like, I can knock this out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I'm so glad I did. But back to book one. That was kind of going, I'll jump into the next week because that book is fresh in my mind. This book is incredible. There's romance. There's 
heartbreak. Of course you're going to have heartbreak. I cried. There's a huge like plot twist that you didn't see coming. There's there's growth. There's oh, there's just there's sex, <laughs> obviously. I just loved it so 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 much. I'm so captivated by the series. I cannot recommend it enough. If you are looking for some romance and some spice, you need to pick up the Twisted series. It is incredible, and I'm so excited to talk about book two next week. Once again, that was Twisted Love, Twisted Book One by Anna Huang. Please share your thoughts and recommendations in the comments. I hope you enjoyed tonight's story. We'll be back next week. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Remember to stay safe. Consent is sexy, and have a good night. Mm -hmm.